I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, podcaster, and studying for a master's in nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, healthy living to allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of the Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. Gut health actually relates to the functioning of our entire digestive tract. So the tube that delivers food all the way from entry to exit. And it's really important that we remember that because things like our nutrient absorption is really important for our overall health and well-being. But of course, you're right. A lot of people are excited about the trillions of microorganisms living in our large intestine, known as a sciencey word, I like to call it, a gut microbiota. So the microbes that we know that are essentially so, so healthy for us, where do they actually come from? Where did we actually get covered in these microbes from? Well, Rupi, until recently, we actually thought that we were born sterile. So uh-huh. we, we thought that in our mum's tummy, we actually had no bacteria in us. Mm. And it was a vaginal birth mm-hmm. where we started you know, to grow these bacteria. But we actually find out that um, we contain bacteria while we're living in our in our mum's tummy. Wounds, so we yeah. actually have some already to start with, gotcha. which come from our mum. Mm. But of course, very few and very low diversity. Most of our microbes come um, into us when we're um, birthed. So mm-hmm. we're inoculated by our mother's uh, vaginal and fecal microbiota mm-hmm. as well. So that's why there's quite a vast difference in our bacteria if you're born uh, vaginally or via C-section. Gotcha. But that's only for the first uh, couple of months. Yeah. We then, through breast milk, also increase the diversity of our gut bacteria. Mm. And then things like food. You know, there's actually quite a lot of different microorganisms in food, yeah. as well as the, the prebiotics in certain types of food which feed mm. the bacteria and grow. And the most important one is really the environment. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if we grow out in the farm, we're playing with dirt, which is actually really important. Did you and grow up on a farm? I did. I did. <laughs> I certainly say. did. I was playing with yeah. some pretty gross things very yeah. on, early on in life, which I attribute now to my pretty good immune system, I uh-huh. think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, letting the kids get a little bit dirty is actually mm. quite good for the diversity of their gut microbiota. But by the age of around three, we think our microbiota is quite stable. Mm-hmm. And what... 
you know, is really intriguing is that diet is the number one, you know, influencer of our gut microbiota. So what we eat has a huge impact. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, you you mentioned the word microbiota. We also heard the the term microbiome as well. Um, what, What actually is the microbiota? Yeah, so the microbiota is the trillions of microorganisms, which includes not just bacteria, although mm. I know a lot of people refer to just the bacteria, but it's other things like parasites, viruses, and even fungi like yeast. And together, they're actually really beneficial. I know a lot of people freak out when yeah, they hear, yeah. oh my God, a virus, <laughs> But together, they have this synergistic relationship as well as with human cells, and they work together really you know, to help us be yeah. healthy. That's quite a foreign. If we look after them, that if is. If we look after yeah, them, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's quite a foreign subject, isn't it, to think of these microbes, like you said, different types of bacteria, but also viruses, nematodes, et cetera, yeah. um, as helping us, as something that is beneficial for us. What kind of proportion are we talking about? How many, how, what percentage of uh, these microbes actually helping us versus the ones that are pathogenic or detrimental to our health? Yeah, so over 95% of the bacteria that we're aware of are actually really beneficial. That's um, incredible. Yeah, hey. and the ones yeah. living in us, I'd say 99%. Um, and it's not just necessarily about saying that a bacteria is bad or good. Mm. It's about the environment that it's in. And if it's growing too much, then mm. it could become bad. But if it's in a, you know, a smaller ratio, it's actually probably doing us some benefit. Yeah. So it's not so black and white to say that something's bad or good. Yeah. It's just, you know, in the right environment, um, yeah. which comes again back to what we feed it. Yeah, right? it totally. Yeah. And it's quite strange. Again, like during medical school, I learned a lot about different types of bacteria and how we need to kill them. But now I'm learning about, okay, these types of bacteria can actually serve a benefit to the human host if in the right quantities and they're actually in balance with other ones that's that's quite amazing yeah it is it is such amazing discovery and i think it was in the 19th century when they first thought you know bacteria were completely bad they mm. killed millions of people from you know infections such as anthrax and things like that and they're having vaccines so they're mm. really trying to kill all the bacteria mm. and then you know a couple of years after that actually ali ali mechnikov okay. ali mechnikov, ali mechnikov right. yeah, yeah, yeah um he's the founder i guess of the probiotic concept kind yeah. of started to identify that hey guys maybe some bacteria are actually good we shouldn't mm. be killing them all yeah and so from then on we started to have this thought that you know what these living organisms in us, mm. we can actually, you know, utilize them and work with them. So is it really since then that we've known a bit more about the microbiota? Like what's like a, a whistle-stop tour in the research and, and when did it actually start accelerating? Yeah, so I guess if you look all the way back when we first discovered bacteria. So that was in the 1700s. And we found out that there are these microscopic things we can't see in the eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was that, you know, I think it was Two centuries after that, where pasteurization was, Mm -hmm. you know, become um, a technique that they were using around killing all the bacteria. And that was around when the vaccines came out Mm -hmm. and everything really trying to, you know, stamp out bacteria. Mm. And then the concept of probiotics came around fermented milk, particularly around yeah. that having some benefit. Mm. So that was all in the 19th century, or, you know, broad so call. Quite, the quite a long time yeah, quite we've a long known time. about this. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But it's only been in the past 10 years or so mm. where we've really started to appreciate just the the size and the potential impact mm. that our gut microbes can really have on us. And that's mm. just because, you know, the technology has developed so that we can now identify the different bacteria living in us. Mm. 
And before that, we couldn't really grow them and we couldn't really identify, you know, what was going on where. Whereas now we've got the special sequencing techniques. Mm -hmm. We can identify which bacteria. And what's even more exciting, and this is only more recently coming out, is their function. Right. Okay. So it's no longer just about what bacteria you have living in you. Mm -hmm. It's about how they actually act. Gotcha. Yeah. Because what we find is that two bacteria, they can be very different, but some of the functionality actually overlaps. Mm And what's even more interesting, if you feed them different things, they can then also change their functionality. Humans actually don't produce the enzymes needed to break down dietary fiber. Fascinating. So we can't actually, right. you know, digest it. It's yeah. the bacteria yeah. that are the ones that digest it. Yeah. And that's so important for producing really beneficial metabolites, yeah. which are compounds such as short-chain fatty acids some of your listeners may have heard about. Mm-hmm. And they're shown to be very metabolically active and important mm-hmm. and even can, you know, talk to our brain, these metabolites. Gotcha. So that's yeah. kind of where we're starting to appreciate that these microbes, yeah, and their functionality is so broad. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.